0: for
1: the better part of me yeah. yeah. i hang my head from sorrow so much. humanity so. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to another week of Women to Watch. My name is Susan Rocco, and I'm here every Saturday from 3 to 4 on 1180 WFYL with some amazing women in the Philadelphia area. Um, sharing some stories. And this week isn't any different. I'm thrilled to have in the studio with me today Nancy Plummer, who is CEO and founder of All About Connecting, which is a matchmaking dating consulting company. So, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Susan. Um, before we get into all the, the wonderful services you provide for, for the women in the area, I always like to learn a little bit about my guest' background. So talk to, I understand you're from the Philadelphia area. I am. And I'd love to hear about your years growing up um, and your school years. Great.
0: Uh, well, yes, I grew up in Wayne, Pennsylvania, and I'm from a very large Catholic family. And I must say I was blessed. I have, and I had incredible parents. My mother's now deceased. She was actually my best friend. And... My parents had seven, six children in seven years. Wow. And no wow. twins. Wow. <laughs> and so and they were both Navy. My mother's father was the rear admiral that was in Philadelphia Naval Yard and ran that and was all of the naval bases. So.
1: Is that where they met? Yes. Okay.
0: But and at University of Pennsylvania, but she was stationed there. Okay. Her father was. And uh, we were run very much like the Navy. To be honest, yeah. Like the
1: Von Trapp family. We
0: were. In okay. fact, many people called us the Von Trapp family. Wow.
1: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. We were right out of the box.
0: So um, it is uncanny, but my mother truly served us at 6 p.m. every single night. And if I don't remember it being 6.05 or 50, 5.06. And she actually rang a cowbell oh, into the woods and out the really? neighbors and we ran in. we had to be dressed and wash shoes on and we curtsied and we bowed and uh wow. the whole bit but the nice thing is we're all extremely educated all high integrity productive
1: close very okay. close okay and are your siblings in this area is um, to your family? two of them
0: are and they're all over but we're very very close yeah. and I, I think the raising was, Did they did a good job.
1: Yeah. So where did you go to high school?
0: Conestoga.
1: Conestoga. Oh, big yeah. lacrosse um, competitor of, of ours. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that. Oh, um, it's a great, it's yeah. a great school. And what kinds of activities were you involved in in high school? Oh,
0: um, actually, that's funny you say that. I actually was a very shy child. Very shy. And uh, it was my grandmother that actually changed my life overnight and uh my grandmother came to me and she was always my you know wonderful cheerleader and she I was 17 and my my grandmother sat me down and she said you know I want to share with you something she said I I want to tell you that I think you're very selfish and I was not as selfish in my you know someone's eyes and I stared at her with big eyes like what And she said, you're selfish because you're not sharing yourself. You're so shy and the world doesn't know who you are. And you have so many gifts. And I want you to go to your room and I want you to come out a different person. Wow. And I know this is hard to believe, but I really did. And uh, you
1: were 17 when you mm -hmm. had this conversation. Mm -hmm. Was this your mother's mother or your father's mother? My mother's mother. Your mother's mother.
0: Yeah. And I came out a different person. I really did.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. Always when there's a moment you know, just a moment that changes your life.
0: It changed my life. And
1: you'll never forget that.
0: No. And so there are, you know, there's a part of me that will always be shy, but no one will know it because it's mm-hmm. selfish of me. And so I just always think about the other people that are around me and, uh, it goes away.
1: Yeah. What just, what a wonderful way to put that, to get, to get people, and you know, a lot about this show is kind of helping women to get out there and um share what their gifts are. Yeah. So what a wonderful way to say that to you know that's really um striking that she would use that word selfish to get you to it realize it worked. Yeah, it worked. That's really neat. Yeah. So um after high school, tell me um, what your very first job was.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: I shouldn't say after high school I was because we'll say, t- yeah. Didn't in your high school years, I always like to know, you know, what kinds of things were you doing job wise? Um, as a young lady? Well,
0: um, as you can imagine, with six kids in seven years and paying for college, my mother and father put us to work early. Mm-hmm. And so um, I will say, sh- I shouldn't say this, but uh, my father went to McDonald's when it was first opened and lied about my age for my sake. And I started work at McDonald's at a very early age. That was my first job. You okay? That okay.
1: was my first job at you know?
0: Yeah. And yeah. I meet a lot of women who we always giggle and say, oh, you're a McDonald's woman too? Yeah. Oh,
1: look where far <laughs> we've come.
0: So yeah, it was a great job. It's it fed company. me well. It <laughs> fed me well. So that was, I think, the best part. But um, And then I actually um, would go to Conestoga and jump on a train and go and be a house cleaner. Oh, okay. And then my mother was so smart. She had us all involved in Kelly's services back then. You uh, know when yes, you did, right? yes. So she had us all employed for every moment. I mean, I never did senior week. I never had a break. Not even for Thanksgiving. Nothing was a break. As soon as we got home, we all worked. Wow. And so, yeah, but that was great training. Yes. yes. I know how to work. Yes. And I know how Mm -hmm. to go in whether I'm sick or not. And, um, yeah. And actually, something Mm -hmm. fascinating me that happened a lot to all of us Turners, but to happen to me so extensively that it taught me something. I was very young, and here I was at Kelly Services, and I'd be, and I won't say, because I was been so many corporations and so many banks and so many industries, but more often than not, before 11 o'clock, I'd get another call from Kelly Services. And and maybe I shouldn't say this, but this would happen all the time, and they'd say, um, Nancy, you're doing it again. You're making everyone look bad. <laughs> So you have to... You know, this is true. This is true. They, they, they. We're already getting complaints again. We need you to slow down. We need you to, you know, read a book if you have to, but you can't make the others look bad. Because I was only there for either a day, a half a day, or five days, or three weeks. I mean, you know, that's what So you what would go like. into
1: these companies and these businesses, and you wanted to jump right in and...
0: Well, of, I could. I've been. Yeah. I'd been... Right. That's all I knew to do. And yeah. I had... You know, I was the fifth of six, and we were all very productive, hard workers. And I saw my parents, so I was role modeled. You get in, you do the job, you do it well, and you leave. But I was always getting into trouble for that. They were sweet about it, but they laugh again. They go, "Dancy, I know you know what we're calling," and I'd be like, "No, again." Oh, that's
1: so funny. Well, you know what? That's why those temp agencies, I think, are a wonderful kind of, you know. Um, first first job. Incredible. I did the same thing. You did. So I was in, you know, I worked for Merle Lynch and I worked for Wawa Corporate and just different types of companies and businesses and it's a nice introduction into how business, it, you know, is run.
0: Well, I think also for children um, growing up and not knowing exactly the niche that works for you, what I loved and what I recommend for all aspiring workers is to be able to go into so many different Organizations. So, whether you're working with five people or 500, you're going to get to know really quickly without having to say yes to a full time job where you're most comfortable. Right.
1: right. You'll also
0: find out, you know, if you need a certain environment to work, what kind of hours you'd like to work. I found it invaluable for me.
1: Yeah. It's very similar to um, the co op situations that the universities are doing, right? I'm, huge,
0: I'm a huge advocate yes, of that. Yes,
1: real, wor- real world learning, I should say. I had a guest in here who, who does exactly that in the education field. Yeah. So Okay, let's talk about your college years. Where did you go to school?
0: Yes, um, well, uh, I, went to, I started at Gettysburg College, and I decided it was a little too small for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then I went on to University of South Carolina, and uh, it was an extraordinary experience for me
1: a beautiful place to go to school
0: a beautiful place um i enjoyed it because it was right in the capital there was a lot going on there was lots and lots of people um no surprise i had three jobs and graduated early so i was doing double the amount of work or whatever i mean lots more and uh and
1: what was your major
0: marketing and english okay surprise surprise
1: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding so um but yeah it was just great and I graduated early and then I went on and I went into sales so but what what is fun is I made a lifelong friend my first day at Gettysburg College my I walked in and I met a room my roommate which I won't say name and it was she was just the opposite of me you know I i wasn't into drugs or any of that. And that's fair. And but I in no way did I want a roommate that was into drugs. So I walked out and I went into the ladies' room, at the girls' bathroom, whatever you call it. And at the same time, my now dearest, dearest friend who became my roommate that day, walked in and we looked at each other and we look alike. We look like sisters. Everyone calls us sisters. Her name's Frances and we both, like at the same moment, said, "Oh, how could they put us with?" And we looked at each other and we said, oh, "I've got an idea. Yeah, and switch it up. Let's." Switch. And so we went to the two of them. That moment, we'd been there for fifteen minutes, and we said, "Look at each other," yeah. and they looked like sisters. Right, and we said. Let's not tell anybody before yeah. anyone finds oh, out. so you
1: <laughs> you did that. Right without, then, before yeah. anyone unpacked. Right.
0: And ever since then, we've been, you know, I just spoke to her this morning. I mean, it's just yeah. one of those things. Oh, that's things so where, great.
1: Yeah, that was fate. It was that fate. That you would walk in there it and meet her like that. Um, you, you did a, a lot of different things before you founded um, All About Connecting. I did. You had a lot of different jobs. And I'd love to um, talk about, tell me the, the first job that you had in film um, before we take a quick break, and Great. then we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more after.
0: Great. Uh, well, I was raising tiny children, and I had gone to the Institute for the Achievement for Human Potential. And I recognized, not to their extent, but philosophically, I believed, and that's most of it, that I could teach a tiny a baby to read, to swim, to do math, to understand science, and to do it in a way that was just organic, that was fun. And so as I did that, um, and I was teaching, I mean, my children were nine days old. and, and Did you um,
1: have three children at this point?
0: Um, I had three children at this okay. time. Okay. Um, I was doing all that, and everyone was asking me to teach other parents how to do this, and other caregivers. Mm-hmm. So I woke one morning, as I do to to the chagrin of everyone and say I have a new idea
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh no oh no right Nancy has another idea yeah
0: so yeah watch out when I say that so I um I was getting my master's of education at the time and so I said I called my mother and I said to my husband then and I said I have a great idea I am going to do a television show and I'm going to teach everyone what I've been doing every day and they all said of course you are, but you don't watch TV yourself. You don't have time. I said, oh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> so that day it happened. Of course, you know, that's life, serendipity. My son was having a playmate, and uh, and she walked in, and she said, oh, my goodness, I'm sorry I'm i said, yeah, I have to get going to my master's class. And she said, oh, what are you doing that for? And I said, well, I would have told you something differently yesterday than today, but today it's because I'm going to start a television show. And she said, oh, I do television. And that's the story of my life, right? She was a producer? She was a fellow um, television producer mm-hmm. at po 2 which is with Trudyffrin. And so she said, uh, here's a name to call. Again, another mentor in my life, Gene mm-hmm. um, Donahue, who taught me so much. Uh, so she said, he's going on vacation tomorrow, so call him. So I did, and I ran off and saw him, and I, within one week, I had 19 volunteers, and I began my television debut. And from that, uh, within two and a half months, believe it or not, um, PBS called me. Wow. And asked wow. me in and said, um, you know, that was the year that uh, Philadelphia had been voted as the fattest city in the country. Oh boy. <gasps> what year was that? I, I'm, I think 1999. Okay. So, uh, So they said, we'd like you to do this in Spanish and English and I said, Oh, I don't speak a word of Spanish. They said, That's all right, someone will And I said, I'm sure. <laughs> so I wrote, produced, starred and and did all that for a couple years. What was the name of the show? Kids Can Do That's one kids name can that do. I can yeah. do. Can too.
1: Oh kids, like, can, kids too. can also yes, kids yes. can too. Yeah. Very neat. It very was neat. neat. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break break and when we come back, um, I wanna hear more about that and some of the other things that you've been doing. Thank you. From Willow Grove to Westchester, Pottstown to Philadelphia, it's News Talk 1180 WFYL. What woman out there is not tired of the department store shopping experience? Unkept dressing rooms, no customer service, and never being able to find the right size. This is your answer. Come shop with us. We are best dressed, and we are the most exciting new way to shop the beautiful private label of W by Worth. If you're tired of wearing only 20% of your clothing 80% of the time, wardrobe building is a must, and we can show you how to do that and save money. Best Dressed is a business that offers a luxury brand of clothing that will forever be in your closet and always your favorite thing to wear. For the absolute best customer service, easy purchasing and returns, personal custom fitting and shopping when it's most convenient for you, please contact Best Dressed at 215 5680 and be sure to view collection at wbyworth.com. At Bluebell Physical Therapy, our goal is to get you back in the game, back to work, and back to your normal way of life. Our highly respected team provides preventative and rehabilitation services from everyday physical and occupational therapy to post-operative rehab of your knees, shoulders, or spine. Bluebell Physical Therapy focuses on achieving each patient's maximum level of recovery. Bluebell Physical Therapy, the treatment you need for the therapist you trust. News Talk 1180 WFYL, streaming live at 1180WFYL.com. Hey, everyone, we're back in the studio today with Nancy Plummer, who is CEO and founder of All About Connecting, and we are here every week on 1180 WFYL with Women to Watch. So right before the break, we were talking to Nancy about a television program that she actually wrote, produced, um, created, and I always love that when someone just jumps in something they've never done before and says, you know, I can do that. So tell me the transition from, tell me what happened inevitably with that program and, um, and what you did next. Yes,
0: so I had started at PA2, which as you know is a public access program, InterDiffin. And yes, I, I had never even worked at VCR, if you can imagine that. But it was just natural for me, and I, had, I really did. I, I owe it. Like I'll say about everything, I am the ideas creative person the only reason I'm successful is I'm surrounded by such amazing people and everyone, and and I'm a people organizer, you know, and I'm the cheerleader and, and, and everyone loved the idea. So I had 19 different types of volunteers. I had lots of men and lots of women, some family members and some not, but everyone was doing their part. And then PBS saw it and thought there's no way that, that, someone's just doing that from PA too Well, it wasn't because it was just It was a team of people. i have always with with a team. I'm a team that believed in you, right? Well and I think to be fair, they believed in the whole um the whole mission, which is, you know, I'm very much about empowering people. And I began with empowering children. Mm -hmm. And and that process worked and now as you know I'm empowering men and women in dating but uh, it works, it's a, it's an amazing, fulfilling thing to help people be empowered and right. helping little ones. So so anyway, so this aired on PBS all between people. In fact, um, my, my really funny story is it would air between Barney and Sesame Street and all that. That was what it was in Spanish and English. And uh, two great stories that I love is first is, <laughs> you know, I don't speak one word of Spanish. So how in the world am I supposed to, you know, do all this? Right. So, uh, so I was filming in Philadelphia in a neighborhood with in an a Hispanic neighborhood. With they were all just wonderful, wonderful women and men, and they were teaching their babies to swim, and they kept speaking in English. And we were filming, and I and I kept saying, "You guys, wait! This is the Spanish version. You have to speak Spanish." <laughs> it was adorable, <laughs> and we didn't even hear it. we were all laughing. We we're
1: like, "Oh, right, you know, oh, so, right. Let's redo that. Let's redo in that. Spanish. Oh, that was
0: just great." <laughs> and um. And I, I But I, I learned a lot. I learned um, I learned that you have to fake it till you make it. I learned that there's no such thing as no. I learned to be so creative. You get me in a box. Like, it's a rainy day, and I have to film because that's part of the budget. You know, what do you do? Well, you lower the camera so you can't see the gray sky. You know, there's always a way around it mm-hmm. as long as you're up for that. So that was great. And then I actually, believe it or not, um, I then went into filming for many, many non-profits for the School District of Philadelphia, which was awe-inspiring. And again, I owe it to Dennis Creedon, who was amazing, and Jane Golden of the Mural Arts Program. I was an advocate, and then she asked me to go into the prison with her. It was the first time that she had walked in, and she was um, doing uh, art to heal the inmates. And now it's a huge program. Wow. And uh, so, actually, I met two of my dearest friends now, Alvin Tull and Paris Dancel, who were both artists with the Mural Arts Program. And uh, I'll never forget because they were not impressed that I was there for very good reasons, you know, and they were like, so we walked out after being there for a day and Paris looked at me and he goes, oh, my God, now I remember your voice. When I wake up at two in the morning, that's your voice asking men and women to teach their child to read. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's me. He's like, what are you doing? But it ended up that now we're dearest, dearest friends. And we both learned a lot from each other in many, many ways. And um, so anyway, so I did the filming for about 10 years and for many different reasons. But what happened was, and no surprises, when you're helping a nonprofit and you're helping them get grants for a million dollars, whatever it is, and you're successful, what do you think happens the next time, right? Everyone wants to do the same thing because it works. Mm-hmm. Right? It's marketing. Right, right. And so I'm not that's not me. I can't do things again and again. I'm I'm just too creative and I just need to keep pushing the envelope. So um I went from there and I actually also attained my reading specialist degree on top of that and I was helping out in the projects and just uh, furthering my career. Along. All of this
1: while raising three children. I just want to remind the listeners. Oh yes. Oh You're, yes, I have three but, children. But no. <laughs> but
0: I want to share something. That, that too. This is my hint. This is what I would say. Why I'm, am the happiest mother in the world, is that I put in all my energy. I did. There's no doubt about it. From the day they were born till they were five, I was teaching them everything, how to be a citizen of the world, I say. Not a citizen of Philadelphia, but of the world. I, um, I was blessed, and I and I was a great traveler, and I took him to uh, Egypt, and I took him with my then husband, the father of their children. And we were always, and he was wonderful too, and we, we taught him to swim. We taught him science. We taught him math. And so, to be fair with you, before all of them went into kindergarten they could read better than I. They could, um, they could write essays. They could. They were years ahead mathematically, scientifically, but worldwide. You know, they knew history. They knew things. And so when each of them went to kindergarten or if they skipped kindergarten, I would go to whatever that teacher was when they were five and say, I will never have to look in their book bag. I will never do any homework with them. I will never check on anything i i will want they them. already know what they not only do. know but they're already so successful learners and that's the that's the trick if you if you teach children how to love to learn and and know the the tools already the, the rest is just loving and having fun seriously yeah
1: no that's that's so true you're exposing them to these things early on don't assume that they won't have an interest right Right. You know that at a very, very young age, if you expose them to to things outside of their neighborhood, right. they have an interest. They're curious, right? And they
0: care. They become and they and
1: if you and an, another trick is also to get them
0: involved. Like all of them wrote for the paper for free, but all of them did national contests, and that way they really know how to succeed, not just in school. Yeah. And um, so to be fair, um, I, I've never had to too much they're they're incredible children oh, that's they're so all wonderful. extremely successful high integrity
1: can you tell me real quick what the three of them are doing
0: yes um my son is 22 he uh don't get to brag a little
1: bit <laughs> yes <that's, laughs> yes he, he graduated that's what this show is all right about. well no
0: but i mean i'm so proud of yeah. all of them so i'll yeah, say real just quick Just tell me what they're doing but yeah. he he is now working for sig okay and uh graduated early with a well he graduated with his master's Mm -hmm. in chemical engineering from Carnegie Mellon in four years and uh yeah and then my daughter is 21 Mm -hmm. and she's full-time at University of Edinburgh and she speaking of women she they're only I believe again I'm not that involved which is great um she was one of the I think the 15 in the entire university that got in that with your get into a program you start law school the first day first freshman day of school so at 18 so she's doing international international law and international accounting and she's the only girl
1: The only, well i have to have her on the show yeah she's amazing yeah. <laughs> but but we won't
0: we won't find her much because she's, she's now busy. doing well she's in london this summer for an oh, internship okay. and then but anyway so she That's, goes there full-time so, and okay. then my daughter is 16 about to full time on her own in three weeks, oh, uh, counting yeah. down the days. Yeah, and she's incredible. She uh, where is she in school? She's at Agnes Irwin, mm-hmm. and she is uh, like this morning. She's the first student there, and the probably the last student to leave. And she runs their AV. Sorry if I get this wrong, Paulina. <laughs> but again, she runs uh, the whole like lighting and everything else yeah. for the school. And she's um she's just technically profound. But as I always say, you know, when I was doing my filming. My kids would come in from school. They'd look down. They're all musically inclined and everything else because I make them do all my work for me. Like I always say, no, oh, no, they're
1: your little interns. They're my <laughs> all my
0: interns. That is the truth. <laughs> Paulina will say she's done much more work for my businesses than I have, <laughs> <laughs> and
1: not getting paid for it, right? Well, I do pay her sometimes. Oh, yeah. good. Okay, they need yeah. to to learn. You know what it takes to earn a living. That's, oh, absolutely. Yeah,
0: absolutely. They 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 are well
1: worth every penny. Yeah. You know, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking perhaps your business should be consulting on um, raising children to be interested in education <laughs> as opposed to what you're doing. Maybe that'll be your next project. No, no, no. I've done that enough. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. No, no, no. No, uh-huh. no, no. No, no, no. No, no. no. No, no,
0: no. I've done that. I, I really believe when I can tell you that uh, what I'm doing now, I think I'll be doing till I'm 105.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, before we take our, our last break, I want to, obviously, I have to ask about how you met your husband. Yes, Okay, well, it ties right into it, how we're going to end the show. It does, okay. So
0: um, I, when I divorced, I got online and I got on Match.com and I was, no surprise after all this video and interviewing work, I was a master dater. And I met my amazing husband. That's amazing better than husband. a serial dater. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, wait. And, no, wait. And, and you know. Master's a better word. I am a master dater. And I found my husband on Match.com. And I've, he is amazing.
1: After how, how long were you on uh, the site before you met?
0: Well, I, that's a, a longer story. So what, why don't I tell that after? Oh, you want to save that for I after? do want to save that.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Leave them hanging. Okay, that sounds great. Let's take uh, one, one more break. And when we come back, we're going to hear the full story on how Nancy met her husband. From Willow Grove to Westchester, Pottstown to Philadelphia, it's News Talk 1180 WFYL. Want your home to look great for company from out of town? Moving to a new place? Or just want the satisfaction of a clean, healthy home? Whatever your reason, everybody needs to clean. So why not choose the line of cleaning tools that makes your task easier? Quickie is your one-stop cleaning solution with everything you need to get the job done right. Whether you're cleaning one room or the whole house, Quickie has the right tool for you. It doesn't matter if you prefer a more traditional mop and bucket, or if you'd like to save time with a new Quickie spray mop. Quickie has everything you need to get the job done. Founded in Philadelphia 60 years ago, Quickie's commitment to quality and value have helped it grow into the number one cleaning tool company in America. It's Quickie and it's clean. Look for Quickie products at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, ShopRite, and other fine retailers near you. Is your online store cluttering your house and garage with your product? Does it require you to spend all your free time shipping packages, leaving you no time to work with new customers or develop new marketing initiatives? Now is the time to free up your space and time and let ABC Fulfillment provide you with cost-effective warehousing, order processing, and shipping for your products. Our 20,000 square foot warehouse is conveniently located in Ambler, PA. ABC Fulfillment is a 100% woman-owned and operated business and has helped many small and mid-sized businesses solve their warehousing and order processing problems. We pride ourselves on our attention to detail as well as our excellent customer service. When you call us, you will always speak with someone who can help you solve your problem and not be asked to leave a message. Our personal touch and expertise separates us from the rest. Last year we shipped over 150,000 packages for our customers including order processing and shipping for the Jill Steals and Deals segment of the Today Show, saving our customers both time and money. If you would like to spend more time finding new products to sell, reaching new customers, and marketing your products, now is the time to call ABC Fulfillment. Please call 215-628-3154 and ask for Eileen or Lisa to help you get started. News Talk 1180 WFYL, streaming live at 1180 WFYL.com. We're back in the studio, everyone, with Nancy Plummer this afternoon on Women to Watch on WFYL 1180. And uh, before the break, we were talking about Nancy's. Evolution into founding All About Connecting. So let's find out the story and, and see how it all came about. Thanks, Susan. So I was
0: uh, divorced and getting online to meet some men. And I would say that thanks to my fabulous friend, uh, Francis, who I spoke about before, who taught me how to be, uh, I think, uh, a very good flirt, a flirting woman—is that what I'll say?
1: <laughs> she, she, no, Men she was, like that. She was
0: incredible. She, uh, real quick, she was uh, put uh, put me into a situation where we did a blind date and double dating. And to be fair, the boy that she jumped in the car with, she, who she was dating, was was not a very good looking gentleman. And you would, if you had watched her and you had listened, you would have thought that he was Brad Pitt. And she was so adorable and so real, you know, she but the, the point is, is that men don't hear enough compliments. They don't. So anyway, that and lots of other things, she really would always be, in my mind, uh, one of the, my best mentors with men um, and the ways of men. So I was a master dater, to be fair. And I had a friend, uh, Sharon, who's incredible photographer, take my pictures and my friends helped me write my profile, but I'm a writer, so Mm -hmm. that was pretty easy. Right. And I did have a very professional profile, which is very important, and um, I was getting lots and lots of attention, and so I was employing my children truly and my friends that were not working at the time, and it was hilarious to the point of... Some of my girlfriends that I would employ, like from eleven to one, to monitor my site. <laughs> I'm serious. Would then call me in hysterics and say, "I'm never doing this again." My brother just wrote you. I mean, I have some <laughs> great stories. <laughs> so anyway, so and the point of it is, is that um, it was my daughter, and again, it does help to have a coach. They have my daughter, my oldest daughter, Jacks, and my dear friend was were my my coaches, and so they came across now my my now husbands. Um, profile and said read this this is the man you're looking for and i myself had written the non-negotiables which i help with women and men and um, what's I, important to them yeah, yeah and what and what are absolute no's i will never date someone like this right, right right that kind of thing absolutely and um at the time believe this or not i was dating 7 to 21 men a week yes i was and and i always say to women and men it's not to brag but obviously i was empowered enough to A, no man was late or early to a date or they'd run into each other and no one did. Um, I'm trying
1: to figure out, I'm in my head, 21 a week. How do you, did you do that?
0: How did I? Um, and the only way I did was one time would be two dates and one night would be four dates. And so I would start like from 5 to 5.45 or 5 to 6.30. You know, I, I, I made it work. And then 6 to 7 and then 7.15 to 8. Was that then,
1: hard to, you know how? To To always be on that many times in one night, you no,
0: I've already shared like I mean I can work hard, and i it to me it was it was work I was going to weed out, and uh and it it here's the reason why it is so good. It's like anything else we do. The more we interview for a job, the better we are, right, and so the more I dated a the more I was aware of what the reality was over the men that were around b I was much more aware on a a deeper level as to who it was I was looking for. And three, I was a better dater. And so I
1: can see that. Yeah. yeah. More comfortable Yeah, doing it
0: over and over. Yeah. More and more empowered. Right. But I will say that when I uh, spoke to my husband on the phone, I was enchanted from the very start. And I always say that I think you can just hear so much. So anyway, so, uh, and we met, and I actually went into the bathroom, and I called my daughter, who was meeting my site at the time, and I said, "Could you please cancel the other two dates?" She said, "Oh, he must be pretty good." Uh oh, right. Yeah. So
1: where Where was your first date? Where it's did that you go? Nectar. Nectar in in downtown. Downtown. Uh-huh. Oh, Paoli. In uh-huh. Paoli. Okay. And now was that his idea or yours?
0: Well, obviously it was all mine, right? Every one of was mine because I was okay setting all. They wouldn't know that it was. My idea, right, right. That's part of the empowerment. Jeez, uh,
1: <laughs> I have so many questions.
0: <laughs> so, with, so anyway, so ahead. what we um, we eloped, we came back, and I would say the first month, um, I'm sure it's more because I started like making a little tick, like this isn't possible. But I had over 50 people ask me to do to do a television show on this, you know, like help everyone. And I said, no, you know, I'm we don't have time. But I had some challenging moments in. Filming in South Africa, I was attacked by a gang of baboons. And I mean, I've gone through a lot. So my husband, Chris, now the one I met and I'm and, and so in love with and married for match. He said, could we keep you around? Could you just <laughs> stop with the dangerous stop work Stop with the dangerous work? We yeah, I want yeah. you to live. So right. I, I um, so I was still fighting it. And then my esthetician actually called me one day. Erin, she was wonderful in June and said, um, Nancy, I've got your first client. She's right here. And it began, and so I. This is talk about serendipity. So my son was home waiting for his job to begin, and my daughter was home, and I was making lunch. And I got the call, and I said, "Oh, we need a website. We need a a, a web name, and and I need a brochure, and I need a card. So what do I do? What do I always do? I turned everyone because I don't do it myself. I have the ideas. Sorry, everyone, but it's true. And um. So I said, oh, I want all about connecting because it always wants to start with an A for me. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. And I just knew it. I just, that's what blurted out. And I hadn't thought about it before. And, and my son, Robert, and my husband said, Chris, he said, they go, oh, well, that's great, but it's taken. I said, you don't know that. So again, I wouldn't even know how to do it. My son, two minutes later, comes out and says, I already bought it. It's yours. And then the next morning by 7, 6 a.m., my daughter had taken some beautiful shots of me and done a three-tier brochure with her friend, Maggie. It was perfect. Wow.
1: And wow. it began. It's, you're so lucky to have all these talented kids around you. Oh, well,
0: it's not just that, though. I want to also say that my husband has a phenomenal assistant, Karen, and he runs in our house. we That's another thing. What does he, your uh, husband do for he, a living? Yeah, he, um, he is the owner, CEO of Metal Strategies and he is an international steel consultant so the, lucky for me, again, is I have this spectacular office with four tables, desks, you know, two printers, fax machine, hundreds of, at I home? mean, everything right there oh, in yeah. a beautiful office. And Karen, is assistant, now, bless her heart, I called her like last night at 10 o'clock p.m. <laughs> Karen, she goes, now what, Nancy? And I say, <laughs> oh, here are all my ideas. And if you don't think I overwhelm everyone every day, all my ideas, and I want them done yesterday. <laughs> So it's grown so fast.
1: And tell me, okay, so when was that?
0: That was in June that I started.
1: Just this past June. Past June. But past I actually June.
0: had another job to pay for I started another job to pay for, you know, all that it costs to start a business. Yes, yes. There's and um, expenses. Yeah, and but it, it grew so rapidly and again it's in empowering women and men to date and it teach them the new roles and to do all that I do. It's not just me. Yes, I'm very good at at having the answers, but it's a process. It's a process, and a process can be taught. And that's what I, I realized, is the successes are so incredible. And when you empower men and women on how to date, What you're really doing is, because I work from the inside and out at the same time, so I'm helping women with their... Let's
1: talk about each individual thing that you do with them. Because when I was reading on the website, as you said, it's not just saying to somebody, this is what you're going to say and do on a date. There's a lot of pre-work to be done, and you offer um, services, you help them with their profiles with writing um how they're going to present themselves you know learning about who they are and what's important to them so let's talk about exactly what the process is if someone picks up the phone and says i need your help how does it work great
0: well i meet with them and i consult with them and i get to know their story and i say that you know and again it's from filming you know everything's a process right so i broken it down to about five stages and I won't go through it all because it would take too long. But basically I can meet someone and I'm you know from interviewing te- more than truly 10,000 people you get to know archetypes and such and someone's story and so I can pretty much understand basically and they can too once I work with them what's stopping them. And a lot of it is um you know they're just they're just separated. So then they have to unwind that and make sure that they're not going to make the same mistakes or be attracted to the same type Mm -hmm. and then at the same time though a lot of women and men um, aren't having given themselves which makes sense um, the time and effort to feel pretty and to feel handsome and to feel like they're ready to meet the person and so they might want to lose some weight they might want to look at their hair they might want to look at their skin they might want to look at their posture and i always say you know coming from navy (laughs) Posture is so important. The way we walk is so important. The way we speak is so important. And those are things that don't cost money. You right. Know?
1: And, you know, we all, we all know that it's, it, it, you know, what's on the outside is not the most important part. But when you wake up and you're feeling like you look your best, don't you just, you know, have more confidence and you feel good ab- about everything you're doing that day. So it's okay to, to pay attention to how, you know, how you present yourself.
0: Well, again, and I, I always say this, um, and I I hope this is true, forever. But you know, part of my vanity isn't about looking good for my husband, which is great, and the world. But it's also because it is empowering that you know, you know, I, that when you're with someone and they want to spend a little bit more time with you, then you have a message of goodness to send and to share. You know, so mm-hmm. it's um, it's for good cause. And but I want to go back and say that was so beautiful is the number of clients of mine that and I had one just two weeks ago and and then again three days ago two different clients really got what I said about being empowered just by the way they had their posture the way they stand the way they walk the way they sit and they both came back to me and and they said women and men are saying what's so different about you already
1: wow just that and
0: right and it's it's incredible that is it is and I really would say I thought for the rest of my life I would say the most empowering thing I ever did was my work with television and my documentaries I did some incredible stuff and I'm really so blessed that I could do it but this is the most fulfilling thing to see women and men call me text me write me and And I cry over the things that they write. You know, it it changes their life and not just about dating in all areas of their life.
1: Right, right. It's about
0: languaging. It's about, um, you know, so much of today is texting. So much of today is with matchmaking is, you know, I I would love to stop all the scammers on Match.com. And I actually want to do a national effort to stop it because to me it's so obvious coming from my background i look at a profile and my clients left and right text me send me look at him look at him look at her and i can tell you you know for the i would i would give myself a 98 percent rating of of knowing if it's a scam right and and so there are so many issues in dating so many safety issues i'm i'm so huge on safety but once you follow my 10 rules you know i haven't had a problem i i I remind women and men, you know, what are the issues? And there are red flags. Um, And again, it's, but the whole process, from start to finish, I have 101 rules. I would never give 101 rules right up front. But as you go, and it's so sweet when I have clients who text me, I broke rule number 11, (sighs) you know? And you laugh, but they know then they have to go back and start the process again, and not. And, And the rules are, are, are good rules easy
1: yeah. to remember, easy to follow
0: um, It depends on who you are it depends on your life experience. Um, I have a a lot one of my rules is to um, not answer the phone after ten o'clock at night. you know you don't want to do that right and uh, so no I have a lot of women at first say I answered. Well, that's not, you know, you don't want a man calling you after 10 o'clock at night.
1: Yeah, that's um, a good rule. Yeah. Don't l- let them think that you're sitting there waiting and waiting and you're going to be there Well, no matter you should, time they call.
0: Also, you should be in, in bed getting, taking care of yourself and, right. and getting ready for a productive next day. Right. 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 So there are lots of reasons. Right. But exactly. Um, And another, I mean, ooh, it's funny. Sometimes I, I forget some of my basic rules, but a lot of it is, um, just in the languaging, just in not letting men text you all the time to tell you where to go. Or for instance, here's a, a great thing that happened last night. One of my clients texted me what the gentleman had written and he had said, Yeah, let me get back to you Sunday and we'll con- you know, we'll confirm it up. And that's what's happening a lot of times. And so the women are just literally waiting for a man to text and say, oh, yes or no, it's on, and that's not acceptable. I mean, I always say, okay, that's never happened to me, obviously, or I don't have 21, uh, seven to 21 dates lined up. I never did. I never will. That's not the way we run a business. And these women are successful. These men are successful. So instead, what I had her write is, I said, when is a good time for you, and where will you be? So she wrote that. She said, oh, could you please make reservations at seven o'clock, so and so, you know, and it happened. Right? So she puts it out there. She puts in the time r- restraint. She says how. And other times I have women meet and say, you know, we're just going to meet for a glass of wine or, or a cup of coffee or something. But it's on their timing. Instead of, so oftentimes women will let men talk for two and a half hours on the phone and then not make a date or whatever it is. But it's, you know, if you ask a woman or a man, you know, and men say this all the time to me. Thank you so much. I've been... On these dates, and women want them to last three hours, right? And I said, "Well, how long do you want to last?" They said, "I just want to get a cup of coffee or a beer or a glass of wine." I says, "How long is that for you?" Forty-five minutes. Well, then, then they learn how to make that happen. Yeah, right. And so, we go on and on. Right.
1: Okay. So, in the last uh, few minutes that we have, I'd love to know how you are different from some of the other coaches and consultants that are out there. What makes you different?
0: Thank you. That's the question I love to answer. Um, You know, I've learned something. There are actually 54 million single men and women out there in the United States, and over 40 million have tried online dating. And the percentage of, of success is horrible. And same with matchmaking. I have so many clients come to me and they say, I've done it's just lunch, I've done matchmaking. And I say, and they say I'm, I'm no better off and what is different is a couple things number one there's no coaching involved and coaching is so key because as every one of my clients say is you make me the men always say I'm so much more introspective now I'm realizing not to just react but to respond I'm recognizing I'm seeing my goal at the end I'm a strategist And I teach people how to be a strategist. What you want to know is what is your timing? What is your goal? And back it up. You also need on every level, and it helps in all life, but especially in dating, to be empowered. So for instance, I've been on Match and eHarmony and all these sites thousands of hours. There are glitches in the system on purpose. And I won't say them on the thing because they're very complicated. So that people are on Match and eHarmony longer. And they do it on purpose so that you can't be seen and people can't see you. So what I do is I know what they are. You know, for instance, one male client called and said, um, I'm, I'm, I think I need your services, but I think I'm doing fine. And I said, okay, so why can't my assistant and I find you? And he said, oh, I don't know why. And I said, I do know why. Because you check this criteria. He goes, oh, my gosh, Wow. And so it's like anyone else. No one just jumps on and does an Excel spreadsheet, right? And so number one, I know the system. I know all the ins and outs. Number two, you need to look professional on every level. Number three, you know how to need to know how to language it, how to work it, how to not make harmony, honest to goodness, uh, pen pals. That's what I say, and it's true. They want to keep you on these sites. They don't want you to do well. That's not what I want. I want you successful as fast as possible. So that's number one. With matchmaking, same thing. I have a huge network of people. Huge network. I am a people organizer. I'm a people connector. But what's And and people don't want to just date and date and date. They're too successful. They want to date just a couple of people, weed it out, and find the love of their life. But also, as they're doing so, catch the red flags early on. As my husband said, I wish I had someone like you because after you date them a few weeks, you, you, you just get lost in it. And if someone was coaching me saying, let's go back to what you want and let's make this a beautiful relationship, it's great.
1: Yeah, and I think it's important that, you know, um, we often think it should be very natural, the whole dating and, and meeting somebody, but there's nothing wrong with being strategic because you're reminding yourself what it is you're looking for. Well, it's, and when I say
0: it is organic in its own way, but to be fair, so many women have lost their power in dating. That's what I guess right. it is. Right.
1: That's, I think that's the key. And so that what is I do, really and
0: I think all my clients would say, I now am an empowered woman.
1: Right. And men respond to that. Yes. They do. Yes, they, they, they do. do. Well, we are at the end of the show. And as always, we ran out of time. <laughs> so maybe we'll have you come back another day. Um, Nancy, thank you so much for coming in today. It was a great show. You great, uh, shared some great information. And I hope anyone that's listening out there that needs some help uh, out there with dating will contact Nancy. Quickly, can you give your website address? Sure. It's all about connecting at dot com. Okay. That's easy. That's it gang for this week's women to watch. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, My name is Susan Rocco and I'm here every week on WFYL 1180. And please feel free to call me if you have any questions or feedback at 215-313-5561. Have a great week.